amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gypsy Poet Radio. I'm the Gypsy Poet, and today's guest is a wonderful, empowering, and innovative, as well as an enchanting woman who's become an icon in metal. She currently owns and runs Unfriendly Studios. She's launched her own clothing line, as well as cosmetics and accessories, and she's here to talk about that, as well as her representation of it in the metal world. Please welcome the one, the only, Metal Sonos. Oh, my God, that was a great intro. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, you are so welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing much better <laughs> than what people knew. <laughs> How are you doing? Know. Oh, I'm doing all right. It's a, beautiful down, it's a beautiful day down here in San Antonio, Texas. It's really sunny, and it's, and it's shining like crazy. So I'm grateful after all the rain that we've had. So it just out the old and we've and, and showing up with the new so that makes me grateful um nice I have, a, I have a set of questions here because you are one of the most intriguing women in metal <laughs> and i want to know my first question is what brought you what brought you to metal what brought your attention to metal i want to know this uh well when i was a child should I start singing? No, I don't know how to sing. I won't do that. Uh, but uh, my parents took me to see Black Sabbath when I was seven, so um, it just uh, scared the shit out of me. But the, the next day, I was I started stealing my stepfather's uh, uh, cassette tapes at that time and just got really, really into it. So um, it just turned into my favorite thing in the whole world because it shocked me so much seeing you know, Black Sabbath for a few seconds before I made them get out of the concert. It was enough to get me into it till till now. So it's been it's been a hell of a ride. I see that, and um, and and the more that I see you, the more I see um, more metal bands coming in your direction. It's like you are a magnet to them. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny. <laughs> yes. I, I do, and I've, I've seen that, especially in the last ten years too. And, and uh, you've uh, you've become a little social media sensation, at least in, in my mind, what I've seen. Um, but who inspired you to become a journalist and or a promoter? Is uh, is a, is a question I had in mind. Actually, nobody. I was not. Uh, I was not even interested or um, thinking about doing anything. And and the music scene whatsoever, I just loved it so much. And I started, you know, finding um, local bands and started promoting it as with whatever little we had back in the day. Um, And then uh, I started getting phone calls and this and that. And uh, people started asking me. Actually, the first thing I did was it was never aired uh, because um, 
I mean, I'm, I'm really upset about it because it was with John Bansmore of The Doors. And uh, it, I that was, you know, the uh, TV station asked me to go do an interview with him. And I was like, I'm not a journalist. I don't even, I'm, I'm a goofball. I don't even know how to talk. And they were like, well, you're the only person who can do it. So get in there. I was like, okay. So I went there. He was super nice. And it, he made it very comfortable. I told him that this is my very first interview. And um, fortunately, unfortunately, never got broadcasted. Like I said, uh, the the warehouse with the where they kept their stuff uh, caught on fire, including my interviews. But that's when I started. So I started way before um, anybody knew who I was, or I didn't even have any presence online. Um, it was it, it was TV station. So um, and then after that, they found me again online through MySpace where it, people think that I started then, which is not, it's not fast. It's, uh, you know, I was already doing that. So um, it just kind of just spiraled into a uh, a nonstop thing. And I, and I told everybody that wanted to, you know, hire me or wanted me on board to do these things. I told everybody, I'm like, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a journalist. I'm a business major. I'm I'm not, you know, I just isn't. I, I and they were like, well, you like obviously you like metal. I'm like, absolutely. And they were like, well, that's that's enough. So I was like, oh, okay, if that works, then I guess it works. <laughs> I don't know. It's just very bizarre, but I guess it worked out. Um, it, it has worked out. And and it looks like it just keeps working out in your favor, which I'm very proud of. Um, what appeals to you about the genre of metal? Well, you know, because I'm from Iran and I grew up here and there both, um, the, one of the reasons I never made any friends during childhood or anything up until I was in my late 20s was because um, I just, I never made friends with no one because we were traveling so much and all I all I kind of, you know, hid behind and had for myself that was mine was was the the music. So it helped me go through war, it helped me go through um life, like all the you know, the problems what whatever, you know, that was difficult. It, because I was so in inside of myself, myself alone, and nobody else could understand me really. Like nobody did because I didn't even talk to people back then. That kind of just opened up the, the you know that door. So uh, yeah, so I I can't I can't I'm not one of those uh, people that says you know when they get to their 40s or whatever they or or 30s I I've heard you know they're like oh yeah we outgrown the metal scene is like well I was never in the metal scene but I was just you know this 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 helped my life it it changed my life and something that that can change my life and drastically as much as metal did I am not gonna you know it's not just being a fan it's part of my life and it's going to be forever I don't care what anybody wants to say about it but it's always going to be part of my life very strongly, and and I like it. And I like that it it had so so much effect uh, on my life, and it helped me 
uh, not kill myself. I mean, I never was that kind of type that would kill myself, but, you know, a situation of like being in the middle of a war and moving and not having friends, you know, there are a lot of people that I've heard that, you know, they went the, the wrong route of like drugs and alcohol or killing themselves or, you know, the you know, different, just different stuff. So, so I owe a, um, the majority part of my life to the music and that's why I, I really love it. Understood. If that makes any um, sense. <laughs> that's um, you mentioned that you were from Iran. Is that where you are from originally? Yeah, that's where I was born, but pretty much I was raised mostly in U.S. and um, in other parts of the world, but but mainly in in U.S. So I, if I need to like say, you know, people sometimes ask me like, well, where are you from? I'm like, well, I was born there, but it's like. If you really like, if I want to say where I'm from, it is the United States because this is where you know most of my life I've been I've been here. So I don't really know much about the other places uh, any more than I do. Just this is my home, so that's not going to change. Understood. Very cool. Um, what is the most unforget the unforgettable experience you've had in traveling? Oh, besides having some promoter putting me in a in a, a motel that was uh, basically a crack house and and it turned into a freaking nightmare. I have I have a lot of stories. Uh, it it is it is very you know it it is very dangerous when you get to uh, when you start off in this business and then you start traveling, especially you know a girl by yourself. Like you, you, if if somebody ever wants to start doing that, be very careful because you you never know who you're going to be dealing with. There was a there's a ton of times that, you know, I I wasn't it was just because I was just doing it for for the love of it. I I would go to shows and I would never get paid, and the promoter would run away, and the next thing I knew, the bands would take me to my you know either. Um, hotel room or keep me at their houses and take me to the airport because I had no directions of where to go. So that's probably that that's one of the one of the weirdest things that ever probably probably happened to me. But but then again I've done, you know, thousands of shows so I don't really recall but I think I was talking to a friend of mine a couple of nights ago about this so I remembered that pretty clearly right now <laughs> to tell you about it. <laughs> Just be careful. That's oh wow, that's that's unforgettable. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I had people like trying to push the door in to come inside my room, um, and like literally, you know, twelve one o'clock in the morning, me tired and and you know they wanted drugs and they wanted to push the door in and come inside my room and. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was not fun because I was in the middle of nowhere and I had no idea where I was and it, I, I could have been killed. So that's why, um, you know, anything could have happened. That's why it, it kind of sticks out all the time when I think about the past. Like, it's like, oh, my God, you know, you always need to have some sort of contract. Otherwise, you don't know what will happen to you. So I guess you know, just for as a, as a story and also as a as a precaution for somebody that that does what I do, just 
just be really, really careful and make sure you have contracts and everything in order and, and not get stuck in situations like that at all because you don't want something horrible to happen to you without nobody even knowing where to find you. Very much so. And you being a person who is uh, who's a public figure, I've noticed that social media has been a powerful tool for you. Um, I wanted to ask, what kind of benefits has social media brought to you, or um, if if not, what uh, what are the counter uh, what what kind of counter uh, counteraction counter has it brought to you? You know, I I I really think that when MySpace was around, like the people that got to know me through MySpace and then they, they are still to this day are finding me uh, now on Facebook because Facebook has done nothing for me. Um, I'm being flat out honest with it. Like Facebook is, is not really helpful for, for anything. So basically uh, I owe it to my, to my friends and my, I, 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 I kind of hate using the word fans, but because they're my, I call, I, I think of them as my friends. But let's let's for the sake of it just say fans, and uh, you know they're the ones who who really had my back and like helped me and pushed me and and got me to keep going. Uh, because as far as like the Facebook and the Twitters and this and that and that all that goes, like it's it's gotten so difficult to even reach out to anybody. And it's not the same platform anymore. So if if you don't have like solid, you know, back backing from from before that you built, you just basically, uh, you know, it's it's hard. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's it's really really hard. Especially that you know, be, I think part of the reason that Facebook keeps putting you know blocks on everything that I do, and people know about that because I keep telling them that I that this these things have happened to me is because they do know that um, I did work with MySpace very closely and um, I was hired by them for for a few months to start up uh, the uh, MySpace, a place for metal. So free for a few months, I I was, I actually was an, uh, you know, employee of them. So um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's gotten really hard, but Still, you know, I'm not I'm not bashing anything. Is I can still keep in touch with people that are that really actually do want to find where I am. They can still easily find me everywhere, so that's really nice. But uh, it's just gotten harder. So whatever I have, I owe it to the people that from from the past and and the new ones that have really stuck to me, like um, helped me out with in many many different ways, and I can't thank them enough. Uh, and I always do because without them, they, they you know, there would just be uh, pretty much nothing. Um, I I would have quit a long time ago. Oh, understood. Um, and they, and you've done a lot in a short amount of time, especially in the time that I've uh, I've known and encountered you. Uh, you have you have a tremendous tremendous amount of work that I even I have noticed. Um, even on YouTube, uh, YouTube has, I think, been beneficial to you because uh, of the videos that you've posted of your various interviews. Um, another question is, um, what do you think has um, has drawn people to you in the genre of metal? Um, I, I, I honestly, I don't 
don't really know. <laughs> but I think um, if I have if I have to really really guess and be honest, uh, it's just the fact that I they know I don't lie. They 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 almost uh, they almost feel like they're. I, I consider them real friends and family, and and that's that that's basically it. And and, and I I see metal as a family, uh, especially with all the metal pages that, that I see on Facebook alone. I have noticed that uh, tremendously. I've never um, I've, I've never experienced such a warm welcome in into the communities and in the genre itself. And because uh, me, uh, me too, as I am a musician, and um, and I'm I have a classical background in music, and um, seeing uh, such a welcoming, uh, such a welcoming, welcoming um, embrace coming from the from the metal community is an amazing thing to me. And I, they made really made me feel like I belong in in not just the community there, but also in the genre itself, especially with the power that comes with the music. It is a, it is a very, very absolutely. powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Especially that once once people find out that you're honest and you're not, can I cuss on your show or no? Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I, I'm trying to hold myself and I, I, I just like, that's why I keep like pausing on the stuff because it just flows out of me. So like, it's just like, uh, if they see you as an honest, honest person, and they can click, you know, they they have to click with you. They 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 really need to understand and not not understand. They need to feel that you are authentic and you're not there because every every freaking asshole that I've I've encountered that that does similar stuff to me, let's say. Uh, or, or it's in the public eye, or some sometimes even some major, major musicians that I met that I wish I'd never met them. Like after that, like it's, it's, uh, you know, it's like you, you just have to, you really have to be honest. And once you are, and they figure that that part of you out, that you're totally, completely honest with them, with the good and the bad and the ugly and the pretty and all of that, then, then they feel the connection of you being. Being human and not and not just you know yeah I mean no no bashing again but like not you know like one of the Kardashians you know like I I, I still I'm still trying to figure out what they what they're doing that's like any good for any human being ever and I can't find one and I, I believe me I'm trying to find it out but I can't find anything is this that's why there's a disconnection there and I'm not saying I'm not talking about money and I'm not talking about like sales product sales and things like that because having a big name and not talking to people apparently works for some people but as far as our com- community goes and the metal community goes we're a different breeds we're we're not the same thing we're not you know we we go by trust we don't go by just name and image and things like that and oh how cool this person is or whatever is like if you find out like some some you know hero of yours is a piece of shit and they see you in the street and they don't want to fucking sign your your arm this is like things that actually I have seen happen in front of me um and you sat there for 24 hours to get somebody to sign your arm when you covered your entire body with their, you know, logos and tattoos and there was like one person missing and they say no to you. 
I mean, how the hell do you expect that person to just feel when they go home? It's like it's just it's a horrible freaking feeling. Like, and I've seen I've seen that in front of me. You know, I had I had a guy come and and nothing against Kiss, but but uh, I mean, literally nothing against Kiss, but just uh, I had a, I had a convention, you know, a three day convention or five day convention that Kiss was there too, um, and uh, the guy one one of the guys a fan that was there pretty much was hanging out at my my booth the whole time. And he said he's been waiting there for the longest, longest time since before the doors opened because his entire body was covered in kiss tattoos and everybody's signatures. And then he asked Gene in front of me, like, can he sign his arm because he wants to get it tattooed? And he said no, and he walked away. And, I mean, I mean, Gene saw his whole body covered. It, I mean, why, you know? things Things like that bother me. Um, again, nothing against KISS and I know there's there's some rules and regulations and blah 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 that bands put on themselves and they won't do certain things but uh, but that wasn't, it wouldn't have taken more than three seconds and it would have made somebody's life so much happier and complete and this is not, not what we want to see in the in the scene so but kiss being kiss, you know, you you know, you're always gonna have fans no matter what you do. You can spit on somebody and they'll still be like, Oh my god, I they spit on me. That was awesome. But <laughs> but in general, the majority of us I think everything comes with trust and just, you know, taking the time uh, or trying to take the time. Yeah, I'm not I'm not an angel and I cannot, you know, take time for everything and everybody and all the time. But if I can I will and I uh, I sure the hell will. I mean, I have so many like messages that I haven't been able to read, and, and I feel so bad because there's thousands of them, and it's just like it's impossible for me to get to. And I always, always in my interviews, I always apologize if I haven't written back. It's not because I'm trying to ignore you. It's just like sometimes I, I can't because I'm basically alone myself, you know, trying to do everything by myself alone. So... Um, without any help, and and it becomes very difficult. So I'm, if I have done that to somebody, I want to apologize again. I know I have apologized a thousand times before, but it's never enough. I will do it again. So we can go to the next question because I can talk forever and I won't shut up. <laughs> That's understandable. My next question is: uh, We have a mutual friend, you and I. Uh, it's David Ellison from Megadeth, and he began his coffee line, which I think is incredible. Um, this is one of the most amazing things that I've seen so far. I mean, I've seen a lot of amazing things from people who've done my show, but this one, this one really took the cake for me because coffee is my drink of choice. Um, what brought you two together to collaborate on a on, on his coffee line? <laughs> Uh, they actually, well, we've known each other for many, many, many years. I mean, if, if people go back into, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they'll, they'll kind of realize that I've been too close to the band. Um, I mean, I, I, I have videos, um, behind the scene videos of, of their music videos and stuff like that, that have never been aired because they asked me to go and do it, but then, you know, the label didn't want to put it out or whatever. But but I've been pretty close with them, so they're kind of like my my second family. 
and uh when he was uh when he did the coffee um they they their um their people his people reached out to me and um Pamela I, uh, I think it was Pamela that reached out to me and she was like we got to get you on here and then I was like oh yeah absolutely and then I con- of course I did contact you know Elson by myself and I was like yeah this is going on this conversation is going on with you know and he was he was super stoked about it because I think still to this day they don't have a female artist except for me and I don't that's what they call it artist and I'm not an artist but that's what uh, you know kind of brought us together and uh, they kind of asked me what kind of flavors and stuff that I I like in my coffee and I told them so that I have my my own specialty coffee of. Uh, which I only have two more of it for sale, by the way. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't talk about it too much right now. But uh, yeah, the, like this this packaging that I've been selling on my website, uh, it's never it's not ever going to be found again because this is a huge bag and uh, they're not doing that anymore. So the next round, once the time comes and we do a next round of my coffee. You, you won't get this packaging. This is this is it. This this was like a special edition, and and it's done. And it's two more of it left there on my website to buy. And then I'm keeping two because I always like to keep you know a couple of things for myself out of everything that I do for memories. I have too many memories. I need to start getting rid of my memories. I need a vacuum cleaner for that. I need someone to come rob me, please. Can someone come to my house and just rob me so I can just say, okay, it's just all done. <laughs> but um, but I'm very proud, you know. I you know I'm I'm just I'm humbled and and proud, and I I'm really grateful that they they chose me out of all these people to be on their uh, you know collaboration of the coffee and. And I and I love it, and it's really, it's pretty strong. It's really strong. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's one of my uh, one of my proud proud things that I you know really adore. That I can work okay. with them. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. And I see that you Thanks. have started a shop. Yes, absolutely. I have. You have started the shopmetal.com dot com website, and it's um. Uh, that I've been on there. I've just been having a blast just taking a look at all the stuff that you got. I mean, you got some morsels and some goodies on there. Oh my goodness! What made you want to start Shop Metal? What made you want to actually? You know, I only I only wanted to, I only wanted to test out my lipstick because everybody, well, all the females were asking me, you know, what kind of lipstick do you use? Because we never see you go back backstage and like you know, reapply or blah, blah, blah. So basically I, I went ahead and I was like, maybe maybe it's okay to, because I just got to Florida and I kind of didn't know what I was doing. Like I still am in that position right now. Um, but uh, I was like, I could start this um, and make uh, a lipstick to two shades of red because I only like red and see how it goes. And it, it 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 went great, and then I I started uh, finding out more and more things that I can do with the site. So that's why it went from metalcosmetics.com to shop 
metal.com and then also I also attached it to my metalsonaz.com so that if anybody's looking for me though they can still you know there is a link on there on how to book me because people think that I, I don't do shows anymore no I still do, do shows I haven't quit anything that I did before it's all still there but I just kind of co- combined everything into the site, and I make sure that, I, you know, the products that I put on there are the things that either I have or had or love and, and things that I want myself. So it's totally geared towards, you know, metalheads and just, uh, you know, it's got kind of having fun with it. Obviously, it's, it's super difficult for me to promote it on Facebook because they keep blocking my links. But I do have to thank all the people that, you know, like I, I think I have about 10 people that I can just go ahead and like name them all that had literally made this go afloat and and keep going and for me to keep doing it and not stop because I could have just, you know, sold my lipstick on on eBay and just let it go. But I wanted to give this a try and see how it would work out. And and they really, you know, the 10, 15 people that I have, like they're, they're on there every month. I mean, they're supporting me every month. And believe me, you know, their support of buying stuff, it's, it's helping me right now until I, I open up, uh, you know, the studio again. Because right now, this is basically what I'm, what I'm doing as, as like right now, um, until I figure out where I am. Because I'm still getting used to Florida. It's completely new territory. I have to figure out all the details and find the right location and all that to to start the the studio. So that's why I keep, you know telling people like from now on you know because I do know everybody knows that I put on a fundraiser for you know my car broke down my phone broke down everything just broke down like at once like everything just you know was gone and all my savings was gone like everything just all of a sudden went away which I'm not afraid to talk about it because some people are like well maybe you're blah 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 it's like you know I'm human too you know things happen to everybody it doesn't matter and uh, this this happened to me so I I kind of don't care, but but again, you know, everybody pitched in, and I finally got my car back yesterday. So thank you for that, and and now I I can relax a little bit and start looking for the next location of where I'm supposed to be opening up the studio, so that uh, it'll be more convenient for people to come. Because right now I live on the beach, and that's not very that's not where the bands are. That's not where the bands live, so I might have to. I am in process of like relocating now, which I still need the help of people to pitch in and and um, to for me to to you know get that going as well. Um, and believe me, like without without everybody's help, I probably couldn't have done it. Like they're they're making they're making things easier for me and. Honestly, I don't know how to thank them. I just don't because I didn't expect even uh, for them to care about me that much uh, to to just stop on and just you know donate or or whatever or, or go to my shop and buy stuff for themselves. Like that helps too that they don't just have to donate money to the fundraiser. But but the fundraiser will still keep going. 
until I completely open the the studio again. Because the one the one in just, Los Angeles did so good. Like it, it, people keep wanting the same thing, and they're contacting me of why didn't I keep that? I'm like I can't keep like a hundred places. Like who do you think I am? <laughs> you know, if some if somebody yeah. wants to pay the rent for it, sure, but I can't do it all by myself. I can't do it. So yeah. Understood. Well, I just want to let you know we we are out of time, <laughs> and I would love to have you again on GPR. It is um, a wonderful talking to you. You have brought a great story to my radio uh, to my radio podcast, and uh, I hope to have you again Thank very you. soon. Please check out yes, please check out shop metal shop metal dot com, and uh, please or be sure they to can follow. go to metalfanaz dot com. That's you know yeah. something yeah. they won't There's forget. It just redirects them to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it'll t- uh, you can go to metalsanas.com, uh, shop, uh, shop-metal.com, and be sure to check out this show. And please follow Metal Sanas on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever their social media. She is available. Thank you all so much for joining in and listening. And Sanas, thank you so much for calling in. And I hope thank that you, you had a blast. Thank you, my love. You're now. awesome. Yeah, we'll <laughs> do this again, guys. We'll do this again. <laughs> you- all right. This is the Gypsy Poets head saying, Adios for now. Bye. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.